Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I would like to say that I'm kind of not excited to record this episode because what I'm going to do in this episode is, I don't know if you guys have seen, but like on my Instagram story, and I think I posted it once in a TikTok too, I made this site on my website where you can submit like your journal entry, and I called the section like your diary. And I wrote on my Instagram story, tell me what's on your mind. Feel free to like dump your mind, dump what's in your heart, like let it all go and it's anonymously going to come to me and I have read through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of like submissions I guess I should say or like journal entries and I kind of came to the realization that we're all very sad. Like we, of course there's quite a few beautiful, awesome, excited and happy journal entries but a lot of sadness and a lot of confusion and a lot of stress and a lot of feeling overwhelmed and it just broke my heart I think to read all those things at one time like it just made me feel so heavy and I know that it shouldn't because obviously like I don't know but the point of this episode the reason I had this idea and the reason that I want to do this is because I want us all to understand that we're not alone um and in reading most of these journal entries I, I felt so, they felt so personal. I thought that they were my own entries. Like it, it felt like I had written them. I had to take a quick pause because my camera ran out of storage, but I got a fix now. And yeah, so what I, what I really learned is that I'm not alone in any of the things that I feel. And I felt really, I, I feel like this is just so sad and wrong to say, but I felt comforted seeing that other people were struggling and hurting too. And I just kind of went through and I took screenshots of a bunch of, of random entries. I didn't even like proofread them or anything. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read them to you. I have hundreds and hundreds to go through. And one day I want to kind of go through them all and figure out like the ones that really hit the hardest and share those with you guys. But the point of this episode is just going to be me telling you other people's stories and other people's emotions and other people's feelings. And hopefully this will help you understand that like the things that you feel aren't crazy they're not weird they're not like well they they are special obviously you know all your feelings are you know what i'm trying to say everything that you feel is okay and you're not the only one feeling it and it's going to pass and you're going to get through it so let's just go ahead and get into it i can't really decide if i want to give feedback on each of them or if i kind of just want to read them and let it be that so i think for this first episode i'm just going to read them And then next time, if you want me to do this again, which I absolutely will, I can read them and then kind of give back my advice, my thoughts, my feedback, and take it from there. But let's just read them for now. And and I'm not telling you, obviously, anything about who wrote it, because I don't know. I'm just reading what's in front of me. Number one, I'm kind of stressed about my future. I'm a senior in high school, and I don't know what my next step is. I play tennis at my high school, and I want to be so good at it, but I think my mindset is holding me back from being the best player I can be. When I mess up, I get in my head, and I say, gosh, you're so bad, there's no way you can play again in a college level. But in some way, I feel that I can, and I'll never know until I try. I also have absolutely no idea what I want to be when I grow up. To me, life is hard, and I don't want to just stick to one thing for the rest of my life. I want my life to be adventurous and fun and unexpected, but I also want consistency in my life. Hey, Alexis. My name is Blank. I don't even know where to start, but I needed a place to just spill everything and I came across your TikTok. I'm from Louisiana and I really don't like it here. I want to move to Wilmington, North Carolina. The only problem is, I don't know what I'd do for work or where I'd live. 
Right now I work in the jail and when I turn 21 I can go patrol as a cop. But I don't want to. I'm just doing this so I can make money. I'm honestly so bored with my life. I'm lost and I'm waking up doing the same things. I'm single and I have been pretty much my whole life. I talked to girls and I went on some dates but I never actually had a girlfriend. It's my goal to be a dad but I'm scared I'll never find the right one, the right job, the right town to live in. I'm only 18. But honestly, I'm so lost and the main reason is I don't have a goal or a dream job and I don't know what I want in life and I lack work ethic because why would I work so hard for something when I don't even know what I'm working for? I'm also only 5'6". I don't like my appearance. I'm just struggling with everything in life right now and nobody really knows. I'm putting on fake smiles for fake friends and I'm just so lost. Just typing this has really helped. Thank you for everything you do. I just stalked your TikTok for an hour. I kind of changed my mind. I'm just going to give a short little bit of feedback on each one. I'm not going to sit here and do my ramble, ramble, scramble. But um, if you're listening to this, the person that wrote this, I want you to know that you're perfect just the way you are. You don't have to change anything for anyone. And as far as finding your passion goes, just keep trying new things. When you find what's right for you, you'll know it's right for you. You're young and you have so much time to figure out life. The next one. Number three, I'm in a toxic relationship. It's really controlling. I know and I have known that I have to leave. I'm extremely codependent because I've been isolated from everyone but him. He's the only person who comforts me and the only person I want to hold me, but he's also the person hurting me. College decisions need to be made in two weeks. He wants me to go with him to a school so that we don't have to break up for college. For a long time, I think I wanted this too. But my lifelong dream has been to go to Florida College so I can continue surfing and get my dream job. I know the end of this relationship is coming because of college, and deep down I know that's what's right. But in my heart it hurts so much. I can't stand the thought of living without him and never seeing him again. I can't stand the thought of him never holding me, hugging me, or kissing me. It kills me, and the anxiety and sadness is taking over me. And I know this relationship is going to end, whether it's my choice or not. I'm so incredibly sad, and it feels like I can't breathe anymore. I don't know what to do. He has me so attached, but he's bad for me. I can't go to college with him. I'm scared that I'll try to go to college with him to avoid heartbreak and continue feeling good with him. I feel so alone. This one is hard. I have no personal experience in being so attached to someone. Besides, I think the closest person I have this kind of relationship with is my best friend. But obviously, it's nothing like this. And I think that one of the hardest things that we do, or one of the hardest pills to swallow... It's just kind of realizing that sometimes we put other people before ourselves and we put so much, so much pressure on ourselves to keep someone else happy. Um, And the thing is, if you know what your dream is and you know where you want to be and if you know deep down, which I think you do, what needs to be done, I promise you'll get past the hard parts. No feeling is ever final. Whatever struggles are going to come with this change, a lot of good is also going to come. And I can pinky promise you that because... I just, just trust me, okay? Number four, I'm not going to ramble. We're moving on to the next one. Sometimes I just feel like I'm not enough. I know I'm over competitive. I've been that way since I played soccer in second grade and basketball in middle school. I was a dancer for 13 years and I spent my time in class comparing my splits to the other girls who were skinnier and more flexible than I was. I quit dance just like I quit soccer and basketball because I couldn't enjoy the time in the sports I loved without hearing the voice in the back of my head saying what's the point or you'll never be good enough. Now I'm a junior in high school. I have a job and family and friends and I'm the captain of the throwing section of my track and field team. Part of me knows that I've done so much. I've found a sport that makes me feel accomplished and pushed me to work harder and lift heavier than I did yesterday and the day before. I've dated people and made and lost friends 
And I know there's still a part of me. I'm sorry. I know that I've grown more than I could have ever imagined, but there's still a part of me asking, why aren't you doing more? Sometimes in the back of my head, I feel jealous of my friends when, when they accomplish something that I haven't or that I can't. And of course, I know in my heart that I am enough and I'm doing my best to have my own path. Their paths are not mine, but I can't help but wonder if I should be doing more. See, this one hits, hits the soul because I, I know that feeling and I think that we all feel that feeling and I don't know. I don't really have any advice on it. I'm just going to read the next one because I don't have advice on the things that I'm still working through. And I think that sometimes we don't want advice. We just want to know that we're not alone. So that's what this is. The next one. I've been stuck in the season of feeling numb. The only feelings I have are either fake or just shallow. Something I've been prioritizing recently is doing things that make you feel alive. Whether that's driving with the windows down, screaming Taylor Swift, jumping into a freezing pool, dancing in a parking lot, it can be anything. As long as it makes you feel alive and remember that life is worth living, then it's been a successful activity. Facts, girl. That was my ad lib. I miss summer. I'm tan, happy, and free. Right now I'm pale, numb, and stuck. College isn't everything I hoped it would dream, hoped and dreamed it would be, but that's okay. My roommates aren't everything I wish they were going to be, but I'm making the most of it. My family is 16 hours away, and I'm missing out on key moments in my little sister's life. When I came back for break, they had already changed, matured, and grown so much. I feel like I'm missing out on an opportunity to be there for them. I love the state that I'm in, but it's hard not being able to go home. Classes are hard. Providing for yourself is hard. I'm trying to get back into a routine, which is so helpful for my mental health. Waking up at 9, taking time to talk to God, getting ready and picking out an outfit, listening to music for the day that you want to, Drinking a coffee, look good, feel good, see some good. Part of me wishes I could go back two years ago and redo my junior and senior year of high school. I feel like I missed out and didn't take advantage of opportunities or relationships because I was busy keeping myself alive. Mental health is something I've struggled with since I was in seventh grade. I remember feeling like this dark cloud of sadness would just come over me on random days and stay for days or weeks and I couldn't do anything to make the sun shine again. Social anxiety and anxiety is something I've struggled with. I love people. I love these beautiful humans that fill the earth, and I believe every single one of them is worth getting to know. They all have stories, experiences, and feelings. They are people that have value. You can learn a lot if you just listen. My anxiety has gotten so bad that I can't sleep anymore. I'll lay in bed for hours and stare at a ceiling, shaking. When I do fall asleep, I get sleep paralysis or I wake up having a panic attack. I feel like I can't catch a break. I'm drowning and losing feeling in my arms and legs to keep treading these waters. I know I should see a therapist. I want to see a therapist, but I have a really bad experience with a mentor, and now I can't get myself to trust someone in that way again. I just want to be able to sleep in peace again, smile big and true, laugh genuinely, and cry at all the things that need to be processed. I want to feel. I want to feel it all. The good, the bad, the shitty, the ugly, the beautiful, all of it. I feel like I can't tell my family I'm not okay because I'm the only person they rely on. I'm the only normal one. I'm the peacemaker. I have to bet here so I have to be here so everyone gets along okay. I'm the glue. Me admitting I'm not okay could break my family, and I don't know if that's something I'm willing to risk. I can find the reasons for my problems, and that's but I just don't know how to fix them. I don't know how to process emotions or events. I let things happen to me and I move on without feeling anything. I'm not lazy, I'm just exhausted. I'm barely getting out of bed each morning while keeping my family together and trying to get through nursing school with a job. It's all so much, and I just need a second to breathe. I'm not suicidal. I never will be. I refuse to be because it's selfish. 
Last year had gone to a point where I didn't see a point in me living, but I would never take my own life. I know I'm here for a reason, and the Lord wouldn't wake me up each morning if he didn't have a purpose left for me. I really love that. That's an ad lib. It's funny because I'm known by friends, family, and even people I meet at work as a happy and smiley girl when I'm really not okay and I haven't been okay for years. I don't remember what normal feels like. I get glimpses of real, healthy, and happy, but not for very long and not very often. I want that me to shine more often, but I don't know how. I'm tired. I want to sleep. I want to feel, and I want to be okay. We're all feeling, and that one had a lot of points that I have felt many times too, but it does get easier, and the the hardest times do pass, and you just have to be patient. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now so getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true one thing that i absolutely love about thrive is that they have clean skin loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply you guys know if you follow me anywhere but just listening to the podcast makeup isn't my strongest suit but i do love to play around with it and thrive makes it so simple And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. It's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments code 25 moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. The next one. Ugh, I have a terrible time with holding grudges. I feel like I have such a big issue with forgiving others and I notice that I have a problem with forgiving myself as well. I have a difficult time letting go and I can only blame myself. 
When I blame myself, though, it doesn't do any good. It is actually holding me back, holding me back from love, friendships, and all the in-between. I'm trying my best, and I guess that that is all I can do. You cannot please everyone. Anxiety won't change a thing. Worrying about the future won't change, so why do I do it? It just stresses me out. This was all over the place, but I'm glad I let it out. And I'm glad you did, too. Next, I feel like my life is moving too fast. And I don't know how to slow down and control things anymore. I get scared because there are lots and lots of things that I feel are so heavy and I need to focus on, but there is no more time anymore. I'm a competition cheerleader and we won state last year and the competitions are coming up soon, but I just can't forgive myself if I don't get first. I don't want to put it out in the universe, but I just want to win so badly, but we are not the same team this year and we have been getting second all season. I just need clarification that everything will work out I have things to look forward to, but I have bad anxiety, so I think of the worst in every situation. I can pinky promise you that even if you do get second place at your competition, that it's still going to be great. And I promise that everything is still going to work out, and you don't have to stress yourself out so much. All right, next one. Yesterday marked four long months since my grandmother's passing. Grandfather's passing, I'm sorry. I miss him so much, but over time it has gotten better. At the beginning, I was not only sad, but angry, extremely angry. I was out of town visiting a friend. The day my friend drove me to the airport to leave, she already knew he was in the hospital, but no one told me. It wasn't until two days later that I found out over the phone and got to speak to him for the last time. His speech was slurred, but I will always remember his words. The next day, I flew back home, and as I approached the airport, my parents told me the news. It was one of the worst days of my life, yet I still went to school the next morning. His funeral passed, and the flowers died. I seem to be moving on. I think it's good for myself to have a limit on grief, as long as I don't compress it. Maybe once a week. Or twice. I cry about it. But it is nothing compared to how I was four months ago. It's always nice to see the progress. Okay, next one. I'm so tired. I'm so tired all the time. I can't get myself to do anything. I feel empty in my head and in my stomach. I feel so gross and dirty. I feel lonely even when I'm with my friends. I get so low and I feel like someone who weighs a thousand pounds is sitting on me and always pushing me in the opposite direction. There's a bar of heavy weight just pulling me down and I can't do anything but let it. I get a guilty feeling when I feel a bit of happiness or don't think about it. I am so sad even when I'm happy. I feel disoriented and the things that once made me feel organized and clean don't anymore. I feel so heavy and just a waste of space. I look in the mirror and I don't recognize the girl that I see. Her face looks different. The body that used to be able to do 50 push-ups and flips and sit-ups is so much different. I regret so many things in life and I put this pressure on myself to change who I am for other people to get the validation. I can't give myself credit where it's due. I don't celebrate the small wins. I only beg for more. I try impossible things and get angry when I can't reach them. I saw myself as the girl who had everything she needed and would never ever end up like this. Why did this happen to me? What did I not have that made me turn into this? It's not me. It's a part of me. But right now it feels like it's controlling me. Wow. Some of these, I just don't really even know how to respond or what to say. So I'm just going to continue to share them with you. When I try to think of what to follow up with or what to say, nothing comes to my mind at all. And that happens a lot. But especially right now, I think these moments are just to be shared with you. Next one. Recently, one of my best friends, who I thought was my best friend, stopped talking to me. She left me on open and she'll hardly look at me at school. 
I keep telling, telling myself that it's not a big deal and I'm overreacting, but it bothers me. I wish it didn't because it clearly doesn't bother her, so why do I always have to be the one cleaning up the mess or trying to fix things? Sometimes it feels like such a one-sided friendship where I'm always the one reaching out and planning stuff, but at this point, I'm used to it. My mom says I should talk to her and ask what's going on, but it's been happening for a week now, and I feel like it's too late. Even if I did talk to her, what would I do and what would I say? I have no idea. It's to the point where she doesn't even wait for me to walk with her to the next class, and our group is having conversation at lunch, and if I add something to the conversation, she doesn't talk or say anything until the subject is changed. It's like I'm invisible to her, but I don't know how to say this all to her in person. We've been best friends since preschool, so it's not like I can just stop being friends with her, but this has happened more than once. It would be a different situation if I had done something really terrible to her, but I didn't. At least, not that I know of. I feel like... It won't be long until she turns all the other girls against me and divides our group up. All I'm going to say to this one is that girls can be nasty sometimes, and girls aren't always the greatest. I've experienced a lot of different kinds of friendships in my life. Um, And I think that if you can build up the confidence, which you deserve to have, try to talk to her. And if she doesn't treat you right or have a good conversation with you or doesn't give you an answer, then take it as a sign that you deserve better and there's better people out there who are going to be more important in your life and add more value. The next one I have is I've been feeling a huge realization about the fact that all these people I see every day in my life have their own little lives and just the fact that I saw them, that I crossed paths with them, with them means that I'm a bit in their story. All the people in their cars in the highway, all the lights in the apartment buildings, they're all people with their own little lives in this big world. I don't know. It's kind of silly, but I feel like it's an epiphany for me. I love that. That's what a lot of my journal entries look like. I'll write down something like kind of obvious and just be like, wow, isn't that so cool? Those are fun journal entries to write. They're, They're much nicer than having to write about all my sad ones. Next, for the past few months, I've been picking apart at my appearance bit by bit. I can't go out or have fun without worrying about the way that I look. The minute I wake up in the morning, my appearance is the first thing on my mind. It's starting to become so much worse and intense, and I'm not sure where it's coming from. At school, I'll spend forever in the front bathroom mirror, trying different hairstyles, layering on mascara and lip gloss. It's starting to become draining and exhausting. I've been at this stage before, and I have two options, two things that really helped me. One was for a little while I stopped looking in the mirror. I literally would just avoid it at all costs. And I took time to do things that didn't even give me an opportunity to look at myself, like swimming in the ocean or going for walks. I just avoided looking at myself for a little. And then once I finally did do it again, I just kind of had like forgotten that it even mattered what I looked like, if that makes any sense. And another thing that you can do is fake it till you make it. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are the most gorgeous, beautiful, sexy human being you've ever seen. And eventually it works a little bit. But it, it can take time, and you just got to fake it till you make it. But also, I can promise you what you look like is the least important thing about you. There's so much more to who you are than who you are on the surface. The next one. I feel like I'm not ever wanted. I know that I'm loved by so many of my family members and closest friends, but I never get invited to things, and anytime I hang out with a group of people, I'm always left out. And I know that it's my fault, and I know that I could be more out there, but I just can't. As I've gotten older, it's been harder and harder to make new friends and socialize because I'm always so awkward and loud and annoying. I'm also not an interesting person, so I never have anything cool to talk about, and no one ever wants to know. I tend to stick with talking to people that I already know, 
and not make new friends. I really wish I could do that so I wouldn't feel so alone. But it's just so hard, and I get so tired of even the little things. I do have my two close friends, but I feel like every time we hang out, no one ever asks me about me. And if they do, I just say nothing and we move on. But I want them to ask me. I want to have conversations where I share what I feel like we do with them. But we never do because as much as I love them, I'm always a listener and that's fine. But I just wish someone would ask me if I was okay for once and listen without having to have a breakdown or seem not okay on the outside. This makes me sad. First thing that I want you to know before I read the next one is that it's not your fault. You're not loud or annoying or any of the things you say about yourself. And I promise you're interesting. Just because you haven't done crazy things, it doesn't make you any less interesting of a human being. I would love to know about your mind and your stories and everything there is about you. And I want you to don't, don't blame yourself because you're incredible. And the right people in your life are going to see that and they're going to value that. And you deserve to remember that. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. The next one we have, this is a poem. And I haven't read it, but I can tell it's a poem or of some sorts, it's a writing piece. I think I'm gonna like it. Let's go. I'm in the in-between. A spot where I'm afraid of nothing and everything, where I'm who I want to be, but never who I want to become. Where everything is perfect, but nothing is right. Where I can make sense of the world and still not understand. I'm in the between. My heart says this, my brain says that. I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, yet I've never felt more trapped. My world is a world of questions and of answers, all just out of reach. It's of smiles and laughs and confusion and anger. It's of the best moments and the worst times. It's the between. They said it would be the best days of my life. They said it would be the hardest. They said it's where my life begins. They said it's my last taste of freedom. They said buckle down because here is where you choose your path. They said hold on because the ride you're getting on is where you'll stay. They said it's college but they never said it was the between. They never said school would be the least of my worries, never reminded me that this is the youngest I'll ever be, never showed me how to figure out who I am, never let me know if I was going where I'm meant to be going, never reassured me that everything happens for a reason. What is the reason? Why am I the in-between? I am between. Between this chapter and the next, between the ups and downs, between the question and the answer, between who I was and who I will be, between worlds. 
like a kite on a line floating among the clouds, yet tethered firmly to the ground, between. It's a strange place to be. I'm told this is when I'll find myself, when I figure out what to do with all this time I'm given on earth, but how do I know when I do? What if I just can't find the guy I'm supposed to be? He wants, he just wants to be everyone. He wants to open a surf shop in Hawaii to buy a van and travel the U.S. to take photos for National Geographic, to backpack across, backpack across Europe, to model in New York, to inspire others, to teach English in another country, to live in my dream house, to meet the perfect girl, to run a hotel in Greece, to be a beach bum in Australia. But above it all, he just wants to be himself. But he is between. A place where anything can be possible, he is between. I am between. We are together, but we are yet to find each other. We are between. In this place, this space. This huge, terrifying, unknown, mystical, magical, looming, special space. One many don't talk about, don't even know exists, but have all visited. Between. A scary place, an exciting one, where perspective is everything. It can be one where nothing is right, but why not one where everything is perfect? It can be your last taste of freedom, but why not the first? Why not the beginning of everything? Why not exactly where I'm meant to be? It is perspective. It is between. Dang. I really, really enjoyed every second of that. Um, I loved it a lot. And we're going to leave it at that and I'm going to read the next one because I think I only have time for a couple more. I imagine I can live a perfect life where I only think positively, spread kindness to every human, never stress on the small things. Currently, I find it impossible to live that life. With the anxiety and pressure, I feel just to live as myself every single day. I compare my life to most influencers thinking, I can have that if I put my mind to it, yet my lack of motivation acts as a barrier between me and what I want. I'm living a life that is my own, and it's full of trauma, sadness, anger, depression, doubt, but it can also be filled with happiness, laughter, adventure, creativity, discovery. Perfection is impossible to achieve, even with the most positive mindset, but as humans, all we can do is try. So as I try every day, I learn, and as I learn, I grow, and currently just knowing I grow every day keeps me on my feet. I am incredibly grateful for this life I've been given, and I hope that every person who walks this earth can also feel that gratitude. I love that. That's a really cool way to shift your perspective and change your mindset. Okay, next. I am so tired of still being affected by what other people have done to hurt me in the past. I understand that I'm never going to get an explanation or an apology that I deserve, but for some reason I just can't let it go. I feel like something is wrong with me, and I just want to let it go so that I can move on and I can feel some sense of peace, and I want to forfeit the hold that they still have over me. It makes me feel like by continuing to be bothered that they are somehow winning. Okay, this one I didn't read, but the first sentence really like captured my attention, so this is the one I'm going to end on, and then I just want to talk about a few things. You can click on the keyboard to find the username of the person you just met. With 15 letters, my account on Instagram will pop up. If you're lucky enough, I'll accept you, and there you'll be able to see my face. If you look past my appearance, you'll be able to pick up, I run, I enjoy going out. But in reality, you can't grasp who I am through the small window of my life I carefully web together. There's beauty in the simplicity, but there is loss too. So hi, I'm blank. I think my best friend blank is the most compassionate, perfect, and genuine person ever. I love setting goals that seem impossible. I have even more love for making the unimaginable come true. I treasure the small moments in life, and I promise you I won't forget the most minuscule details. 
I think sunrises and sunsets are fascinating because not only do they paint the sky, but I feel they represent beginnings and endings. Every sunrise and sunset is different from one another, yet they're all pultritinous. I literally don't know that word. It's a beautiful word, and I don't know how to say it. Moving on. And tell their own stories. I find the most joy in hugs, handwritten notes, the taste of ice cream, and running when the sky is dark, and I feel hidden enough to release all the built-up melancholy. I'm obsessed with capturing moments on camera. It's pretty cool to think that people are capable to tap glass to encapsulate memories. I'm convinced that nothing can top a good workout. I'm infatuated when the, how when the endorphins release, release, it's almost impossible to prevent my mouth from rising into a smile. How every mile I bike, every weight I bring into the air, and every time sweat trickles down my face, it creates pure and utter happiness. I can't wait to be a teacher. I'm beyond excited that they're, to be there for the students who need it. I can't wait to share my love. I can't wait to implement my understanding, my empathy within the lessons I teach. So yes, you viewed my Instagram, but there is so much more to know. That was so good. That needs to be, that could be a really cool college essay. I don't know if you're in high school. Well, it sounds like you're in college, but that was really incredible to read. Um, Anyways, I think that what I did there was probably read 10 to 15 of these little journal entries. And there were, I want to say over 1000 submissions. And some of them are really deep and really dark. And as much as I like want to go into, I don't know, advice and details and talking and just sharing wisdom with you guys right now, after reading all those, I think that I need a moment to regroup and reevaluate and just, I don't know, think about how we can fix this problem. Like all of us collectively can do something to help each other feel better. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to brainstorm. And for now, I hope that these can make you feel better. I hope that they can remind you that you're not alone and everything you feel is, is normal and someone else is feeling it too. And it's also going to pass. And this chapter of your life isn't going to last forever. And you can't be afraid to turn to the next page. Just flip, flip to the next screen. I promise you it's going to get better. Um, And there were also a lot of other submissions and entries that I want to do, like I want to categorize them, you know, like ones that are about body image, ones that are about anxiety, ones that are about whatever the case may be, and go through those like episode by episode. And obviously those will need a trigger warning because some of them can be really deep, but they're also very real and very personal. And I just wanted to share those stories with you. Um, And that's really all I got for today. I think that I'm going to go jump in the ocean. I've been super tired all day. I kind of feel a cold coming on. So I really hope I'm not getting sick. But I've been doing a lot of things that are good for my soul lately. Jumping in the ocean as much as I can. Volunteering with my dogs. Also, if you're listening, February 11th is the day that we decided to do the event at Tri-County. And we're going to have raffles and food trucks. And if you are a small business or you know of a small business that wants to donate things for the raffle... Please let me know. It can be gift cards. It can be money. It can be whatever you want. Just share with me. And yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be at Tri-County. It's going to be in Boca. And I'll give you more details on next week's episode. But I I love you all. Okay? And you're all very special in my life. And thank you for listening to the Moments Podcast. Big things are continuing to come. You're the best. Okay, bye.